In this episode, there's some material and language that may not be appropriate for everyone. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Again, make sure to hit that like, subscribe, and follow button. And if you really like what you're listening to, be sure to leave a comment or a review. When people leave comments or reviews, it lets me know that you're listening, and I like that. Today, we got a brand new episode that will keep you wondering for days after you listen to it. I mean, shit, you might even need to listen to it multiple times to pick up some of the little nuances. You'll, you'll see what I mean when you listen to it. But enough about the podcast. How are y'all doing? Everyone staying safe, I hope? Just a friendly reminder to call your mom. Everyone should be doing that often if you can, especially during these weird COVID times. I bet your mother would love to hear from you. I know my mom loves when I call her and we just chit-chat about her day of literally doing nothing but watching TV. That sounds like a sweet retired life if you ask me, but that's just my opinion. But I will repeat that you should let your loved ones know that you're thinking about them. Or shit, even an old friend would love to have you reach out to them. So let's spread some joy and call or even write your friends a postcard. Our episode today is quite the wild roller coaster of emotions. Well, it starts off subtle, but by the end, you're gonna be scratching your noggin. The original of this story is called Lu Yi Nu. This literally translates to the woman in green clothes, which sounds kinda off the wall and a little strange, but it'll make sense. And if you can take one guess where this wild ass story came from, you'd probably guess that collection from Pu Song Ling called Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. I know we get a lot of these stories from that book, but it's cause it has so many short stories and they are the most well-known ones too. But it's not like you guys know any of these stories, the originals, so it's just a good collection of stories and I really like them. Hopefully in the near future, we can broaden the range, but either way, you're gonna love this great story we have for you today. And with that being said, let's just get straight into today's story, The Dorm Room. the University of Arizona. What a wonderful place to spend four years. Well, let's not say a wonderful place, but it's notoriously known for being a party school, right? Like, that's what I've heard. Like, U of A is very well known for having all sorts of parties and all that fun stuff, I guess you could say. I remember hearing this old wives' tale of how U of A was just a constant party, and no one ever did any work at school. Which, that doesn't sound wrong by any means, but at the same time, not everyone that went there was all about partying. I bet a lot of them are, but there are some students that actually went there to study. And U of A's geology department is actually one of the top geology departments in the entire nation, and they do really amazing things there. Who would have thunk that, you know, like a university just in the middle of a desert where there's plenty of rocks? Okay, whatever. So outside of this geology department, there was a lot of partying. But one of the new freshmen that was in this geology department took their studies very seriously 
and made sure that they put their studying before all other distractions, like a good student. A new freshman whose name was Stuart, but he went by Stu, was there to study his heart out, and he hoped to graduate a little bit earlier than the others his age. His brilliant idea was to take close to 20 credits a term to try and graduate early. Which, this is a great idea, but in my opinion, that is fucking tough. That is a lot of credits. So, during the first few weeks of school, when students were out with friends, learning their surroundings, you could say, you know what I mean by that, Stu was hunkered down in his dorm room studying and doing work for his upcoming classes. I mean, come on, geology is not an easy subject, and he was trying to crush it. So he had to bust his ass to try and get done as early as possible. And luckily for Stu, his roommate in his dorm had decided to drop out after a week and now Stu had the whole dorm all to himself. Which as a freshman who wanted to focus on his studies at a party school, this was perfect. After a few weeks of school, on a Saturday night, when everyone else was out having fun and the time of their lives, he was sitting indoors reading for his upcoming classes. As he sat there in his dorm room reading about different types of rocks and how they were formed, he overheard a faint woman's voice say, Oh, wow. Look at this guy. Studying on week two. That's pretty impressive. I bet he's going places. Stu looked around and all he could see was the outline of a woman standing outside his first floor dorm window. But it didn't really make sense because it was unclear. All he could think of was that this girl was just some drunk-ass girl messing around, so he went back to his books. What? You're not even gonna look at me? You must be all about your studies. And boy, do I love that in a man. Why don't you just say hi to me? Stu looked out the window again, and this time he could see this girl standing at his window watching him study. And this girl was gorgeous. This young woman was about 5'10 and couldn't weigh more than a buck 25, but oh boy, she was smoking hot and a girl of this stature definitely caught Stu's attention. And besides this gorgeous woman just standing there outside his window, she was wearing a lavish dark green dress that went down to her feet, and her hair was dirty blonde with dark streaks in it. She was a gorgeous woman standing there outside of Stu's window. And now that Stu could see this woman in all her beauty, he slammed his book closed and walked over to his window. Hi there. Can I help you? Are, are you lost? Well, now that you're talking to me, I'm not lost anymore. How are you doing? Skeptically, Stu replied. Oh, I'm fine, I guess. Um, are you alone right now? Why aren't you out partying with your friends? Friends? All my friends are boring. They don't care about school. And all they want to do is take shots and just get fucked up on their daddy's dime. Not my type of scene, if you ask me. Oh, so do you go to school here, then? Kind of, but why are you asking me all these questions? I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. And you're interrogating me and, like, I've done something wrong? You know what? Why bother? I mean, I just think a man who studies and batters himself is much more interesting than these asshats out here. Don't worry, though. It's not like I'm going to bite you. 
This new woman winked to him just when she finished her sentence. Stu really wasn't sure what the situation was going to lead to, but he thought that he would at least ask her a question and just get to know what's going on. Well, I'm, I'm just studying here, so would you want to come study with me? I've got a little reading left, and I was thinking maybe you could uh, help get me through it, yeah? That would be lovely. How do I get in your dorm? So just head over to the door over there, and I'll, I'll come and open it for you. The woman smiled and walked over to that door where Stu met her, and he welcomed her in. He brought her back to his room, and they quickly struck up a conversation. So, what are you studying? And why aren't you outside with everybody else partying? I could ask you the same question. I mean, look at you. Girl that looks like you. You seem like the type of girl that you would be out at all these parties and having a blast and all that. You didn't answer my question, mister. What are you studying? (laughs) Yeah. Geology. Oh, rocks. Well, maybe I can help you finish. How many pages do you have left? I know quite a bit about botany and geology, so maybe I can help. Well, it's only a few more pages, but that would be wonderful, because... Anything we can do to make this go by faster, oh, I would be so, so happy. The girl headed over to his desk and looked at the page he was on, and then she said to him, Wow, this is some pretty detailed stuff. Show me where you are, and we can work through it together. Baffled by the situation he now found himself in, he grabbed the old roommate's chair and gave it to her while he sat there and talked to her about the reading he was looking at. I mean, come on, week two of class and a girl ends up in your empty dorm room and wants to study with you? Lucky dude if you ask me, but that's just my opinion, you know. He then explained to her what he was reading and after a few seconds, she put his hand on his leg and looked straight into his eyes. Stu stared straight back at her and the two of them locked eyes and she said to him, Well, all this talk about geology has got me wondering... What other hard things might we find in this room? Uh, what do you mean? Well, from the looks of it, you might be one of the hardest things in this room I see. Side note, this super tacky-ass sentence and pickup line is a direct translation from the original Chinese version. I just wanted to clarify that I'm not being super weird and creepy, and it's actually part of the original story. Okay, back to the story. Just as she finished her sentence, she gave a quick giggle and proceeded to get him to move over to the bed. And then... You can tell what happens next. Well, we can tell what they did. And again, this isn't a Fifty Shades of Grey podcast, but I'll let you put the pieces together in your own mind. As the two of them were laying in bed after, you know, doing that stuff, a bell from the campus bell tower could be heard, and the woman jumped out of bed immediately. Oh shit. Oh fuck a duck. I, I, I gotta go. She rushed to put her clothes back on and gathered her things. 
I mean, she only brought, like, her clothes, and that was about it, so it didn't take long to grab all of her stuff. Uh, hold, hold on, where, where are you going? I gotta run. Is this, like, Cinderella or something? You gonna turn into a pumpkin now? <laughs> no, it's not. Don't worry, though. I, I just gotta run. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I see you again? Of course. How about I come by tomorrow night? Is that okay? Well, <laughs> are you going to help me study? Stu joked to her. Oh, we can study anytime you like. But instead of studying, I was thinking we could play again. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> she kissed him on his head and then exited the room. Just as she left the room, he laid his head down on the pillow and he thought to himself, Oh man, no wonder so many people go to college when they don't really need to. The next morning, Stu woke up and then went about his day as he usually would. As he was studying like the good student he was, he kept peering out the window to see if this woman in a green dress was back. But unfortunately, she was nowhere to be found. He put his head back into his books and after a little while, he heard a tapping on the glass window next to him. His ears perked up and guess who it was doing that tapping? Oh. It was that lovely girl from the night before, and she was in the same outfit as yesterday, and Stu motioned to show her where to come in once again. She made her way in, and just as she entered the room, she said to him, Wow, you really do study all the time. Do you go out and do anything else? Well, why would I need to go out if you just keep coming to my room? <laughs> Touche. And the two of them began doing what they did the night before. This nightly ritual of stew and this mysterious woman going at it like wild rabbits continued for the next few weeks and both of them started to grow quite fond of each other. And they started to enjoy the pillow talk they would have more than the actual act of making the beast with two backs. But just like every other night when the bell would be rung, she would bolt out of the door and then would return the next night to do the same thing. On one of these occasions, Stu had an idea to have a few drinks. Trulies, of course, you know, those hard seltzers. And wanted to just hang out with this girl and just spend some quality time with her. You know, not just doing the dirty deed. Another side note, truly, if you're listening, we'd love to have you for an advertisement spot. Contact us. Alright, back to the story. As this woman and Stu sat there in a dorm room drinking crisp and refreshing Trulies... The woman said to him, Hey, what's the name of this song on right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my friend's music. He, he makes it. It's, it's pretty good. Um, you like it? Yeah, it's amazing. Why are there no vocals, though? Because <laughs> my friend can't sing for shit. 
<laughs> That's not very nice of you to say about your friends. Uh, maybe I can add some lyrics to his music. She took a deep breath and began tapping her toe to the beat of the song. There is no catching a bird for this song, as it's just a slave girl's midnight song. The night dew will not linger on me, so I must keep my lord company. Stu's jaw fell to the ground when he heard her voice sing that impromptu song. Wow, that was amazing. Like, Freddie Mercury level. Oh, no one is as good as Freddie, but thank you. The woman pretended to be shy about her singing, but shortly after that, she began to get anxious and started pacing around the room. Wait, is, is everything all right? She ignored his question and continued to just pace around this tiny dorm room. Hey, 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 hey. Calm, calm down. Come on. Are, are you okay? No. I'm actually not okay. I, I shouldn't have sang that song for you. What are you talking about? It was, it was wonderful. As he finished his sentence, she opened the door and stuck her head out of the door to see if anyone was in the hall and could have heard her singing that song. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, okay. Just take a deep breath. I, I don't think anyone heard your song. I just need to make sure no one heard me sing. It, it's just, you wouldn't understand. Well, 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 tell me what's going on. You look like you just committed a felony, or you were lying under oath, or you committed postal service mail fraud or something. I've never seen you like this. What, what's going on? Well... See, there's this saying where I come from. What's the saying? Is it what Snoop Dogg said? Hey, 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 smoke weed every day. <laughs> no, but that's a great saying, though. I also agree. I think that's a great saying, and that was an amazing album by Dr. Dre. Okay, so what's the saying, then? We have a saying that is... It kind of goes like this. A ghost that secretly sneaks into the human world should fear all of mankind. Wait, what? The saying is, a ghost that secretly sneaks into the world should fear all mankind. Okay, no, you, you didn't need to repeat it. I, I heard you the first time. I'm just looking on how that affects you and your singing. I'm not sure. You know, I'm overthinking this, but I can't help but worry about it. Well, well, just relax. Just, here, have some water. Or, would you like another truly? Oh, that'd be great. Those trulys are super refreshing and very relaxing. Especially on a hot day. They are just awesome. Here. Have another one of these and, and, and relax and just lie back on my bed. We'll just relax here. We'll just enjoy each other's company. I'd like that. She took a couple swigs of her truly, and then she decided to lay down next to him on his bed. As she laid next to Stu, you could hear her heart pumping like it was an 808 drum at full blast in a Kanye song. 
I need to tell you something. And you may not like it, but I need to tell you it. Okay? Okay, do you have a fucking boyfriend? Please don't tell me. Of course not. I I just want you to know I think our relationship will be ending soon. What what do you mean? What, What are you talking about? I just have this gut feeling, and it's causing my mind to go crazy. I, it's like, there's this something coming for us, and I just don't know if I'll make it through it. Make it through? What, like, you're gonna die or something? That could happen. It, it's just one of those gut feelings, you know? You've had to have one of those before, and... Right now, I have a huge one. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. My heart is about to jump right out of my chest. And every time I see you, I have to check to make sure that my heart didn't pop out of my chest. Right? Because these feelings, they're... These feelings, they're normal feelings. I know this because I get the same feelings or at least similar feelings whenever I see you. When I see you, I forget about school. I forget about finding a part-time job. I forget about all the, those dumb rocks. <laughs> I forget about everything. These feelings, they're normal feelings. So let's not jump to any of those weird conclusions like where you're going to die or something just because you sang a couple of lines of a song that were actually absolutely amazing. Okay? Okay. We'll be okay. Don't worry one bit. I will do anything I can to help you. The woman slowly smiled and then gave him a huge hug. The two of them laid in bed for quite some time, but just like every other night, when the bells began to ring, they both knew what they had to do. Stu helped her find her clothing and sat on the edge of his bed as she got ready to leave. She opened the door and as she took her first step out, she said to him, Hey, do you mind walking me out? Something just feels a bit off. Yeah, yeah, of course. It'd be my pleasure. Stu put on his sweatpants and a shirt and escorted her out of the dorm. As they walked to the entrance of the dorm hall and stood at the doorway, she looked him in the eyes and said to him, Please, watch me as I exit this area. Something feels off still, and just make sure I make it past that stupid electric gate. I just want to make sure I get out of here, all right? Can you do that? Again, it will be my pleasure. You sure you don't want me to walk you to the gate? Oh, no, 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 no. Just don't ruin your sandals. Just just make sure I get out of the gate safely. All right, baby. You got it. I'll be standing right here until I can't see you anymore. Okay? The two young lovebirds kissed, and she exited through the gate, and he stood there until he couldn't see her anymore. Once she was out of sight, 
he closed the door of the dorm and headed back into his room. He, being the guy that he is, decided to take a quick pit stop in the bathroom to relieve himself. He finished his business in the bathroom and he only shook three times because if you're shaking more than three times, you're playing with yourself. That is a well-known fact, men. If you shake more than three times, you are playing with yourself. Okay. He opened the bathroom door to return to the hall and he heard a woman's shriek from somewhere nearby, but he didn't know exactly where. He rushed to the window of the hallway, but he saw nothing and continued back over to his room. Right as he was about to unlock his door, he noticed a new spiderweb did form in the corner of the hall across from his dorm room. When he stepped closer to inspect the spiderweb, he noticed a spider was about the size of a penny in it with a bee that it had just caught in its web and this bee was making a squeaking noise. It was as if the bee was calling out to him. The hell is this? Wait a minute, why is this bug squeaking? He used his hand to brush down the spider web and the spider quickly fled the scene and Stu thought he would pick up this bee that was wrapped in the spider's web. Stu picked it up and brought it back to his desk in his room where he set it down. And he began unwrapping it when he noticed it was not just any bee, but it was a dark green bee. A green bee? Holy shit. Oh, my biology professor is going to flip their shit when they see this. Hello, A plus in biology. He set this green bee down on the counter after inspecting it a little bit and he decided that he'll check on it tomorrow because it was already pretty late and he was beat after doing the dirty with this lovely lady once again. So Stu got ready for bed and soon fell asleep. The next morning, Stu was getting ready for class when the bee began walking around on the desk. Hey, hey, where are you going, little fella? No, you're going to get me an A in biology class. But Stu didn't think twice about this bee because it was barely able to walk and it couldn't even fly at this point. So Stu just continued on his morning rituals and as he began brushing his teeth, the bee jumped over onto the computer keyboard. And because he was reviewing his notes like he did every morning, he had an open work document and the bee began moving from key to key. Using its whole body, the bee jumped up and down on a single key. First the bee jumped on T. Then the bee crawled over to H and jumped up again. And after that, the bee crawled all the way over to A and jumped up for the third time. He then stopped brushing his teeth and watched this bee jump on his keyboard and he soon realized that the bee was writing him a note. After a few more seconds of this bee typing this note out, Stu came closer to read what the bee was typing for him. Wait. T. H. A. N. K. S. Thanks? Immediately after reading this message, the bee began to fly around the room and it went up closer to him and gave him a little bee kiss on his cheek. 
It wasn't a sting, but you know, the bee gave him just a little kiss on the cheek. It's pretty cute, you know? And just as he stared at this bee that had just given him a little baby bee kiss, it then flew out the nearby open window. This green bee was now gone, and so was that mysterious woman. Ah, see, I told you you wouldn't expect that ending one bit. But if you think about it, it actually makes perfect sense for her to be that bee. Like, first off, think about how she showed up. She was at the window, just hanging outside the window. Now, I can't speak for you, but I have had a bee fly outside my window so many times, and that was perfect. And the outfit she was wearing, the long, dark green dress with black streaks in her dirty blonde hair, Come on, that shit is too easy to pick up. I thought that was really fun to write. Also, I love how I got to pick a Pac-12 school. And as an alumni of a Pac-12 school, it felt good to shit all over Arizona being a party school. Let's go, ducks. But, but wait, in all honesty, their geology department is actually really, really good, and it's really impressive, so education first. But game respects game, straight up. That is true. Well, I bet you have some wild-ass questions about this wonky-ass story, so be sure to head over to our subreddit to get those answered, and maybe your question will be up there too. Someone else might have it. This week, we had two amazing people help out with the voices of the bee and stew. The bee was done by the amazing Nikki. Nikki has a podcast called In Bed with Nikki, where she tells sexual fantasies in podcast form. I mean, this podcast might not be for everyone, but she does do this podcast extremely well and it's really well produced. And if you think you might like this, then it might be right up your alley, so you might want to go give that a check out. But I will say this, it is not safe for work, so don't listen to it when you're doing work, or it shouldn't be played around children, so just be sure of that when you're listening to it. Stew was done by the super awesome David S. Deer. David is also part of an amazing audio drama podcast called The Ninth World Journal, and it is such a cool storytelling podcast about this dude in the future. I mean, it's kind of sci-fi-y, but at the same time, it's still really cool. And I don't want to give away too much because it needs to build up, but you'll see when you listen to it. It's really cool. and. When we went camping a few weeks ago, we binged like six episodes in the car because it was that good. Like we arrived at our campsite and sat in our car to finish that episode because it was just that good. Both of these wonderful people's links can be found on this episode's page on our website. So make sure to go check that out and give them some love where you can. Our Twitter and Instagram are still going strong at Plum Forest Pod, and they're still giving little bits of information, some jokes, and even some updates on some of the shows, and some cool things like we have like a word cloud on some of the shows, and it's a lot of weird stuff you can see, but it's pretty cool, so you might want to follow to check those out. And we all know that the merchandise and cool knickknacks on our website are killing it at PlumForestPodcast.com. So be sure to go check those out so you can show off to all your friends. 
and we are getting some stickers real soon and it's really cool so you should get those so you can spread the word about your favorite podcast in the world and if you're feeling really friendly maybe you would want to tell a friend about us too Oh man, that'd be great if you could spread the word, because we want to get into as many listeners' ears as possible. And one of the best ways to do that is to have you, the listener, tell your friends about us so then they can start listening too. So if you could do that, that would be amazing and it would really help me out as the creator of this. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, so be sure to be back next week Or actually, maybe next next week, because I think we need to take next week off. So next week, there won't be an episode, unless I change my mind. So we'll let you know if we have an episode this week or next week. But be sure to follow us on our socials so you can see, so you don't get duped into thinking there's an episode when there isn't. But hopefully, we can get you an episode going. And on that note, I want all of my listeners to take care and stay safe, everyone. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production. Nailed it.